Hey guys, welcome to our channel. We're offended, you're offended. So this is part two of the previous video that you were listening to before. Uh, we start to dive more into conspiracy theories and apparently that took us on one heck of a rabbit hole. So, so you guys didn't have to sit and listen through three hours of one podcast. I had split it in two. So this is the second half and let's just dive right on in. Conspiracy theories... I don't know why that's gotten such a dirty name. Like, a conspiracy. Like, it, it, it was the thought of, of people conspiring to do something. That's really all a conspiracy theory is. But they get lumped in with, you know, like there was... People. Okay, hold on. Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna... Like, there was... You know, like, like what, what would people argue or, or make points about like crazy like crazy stuff aliens but then well yeah like aliens or um i i don't know like i i do want to say like say like like 9-11 oh 9-11 wasn't was an inside job oh, like, oh yeah, yeah okay That's a big one. yeah like there there are some like there are some things that are weird about it like god damn it now i'm gonna sound like a fucking tinfoil fucker so there was i think it was something like 22 or 23 of the pilots for uh that committed the the 9-11 attacks were all trained from saudi arabia but for some reason the united states went after Iraq and Afghanistan. That made no sense to me. That, like, <laughs> that would be like you punching me in the face and I go punch the kids in the face in retaliation. Like, <laughs> what the fuck, the fuck did Iraq do? But right? remember, they were saying Saddam Hussein and weapons of mass destruction. There was all that. But anyways, so there was a uh, we should do an episode on conspiracy theories. Let's just say. There, there are so many of them. So many of them are so interesting. <laughs> I think we should do an episode on conspiracy theories. But they're, they're fun. That's the thing. The thing is, it's a different way in thinking. It's challenging your brain. It's making you look at things in a different way. Like, I, I don't find it a bad thing whatsoever. If someone wants to talk about conspiracy theories, I can sit there and listen and kind of, okay, well, I could understand how someone could come to this conclusion or someone would think this based on the evidence that's at hand. Do I believe it? Eh, maybe not, but I could understand how someone could come to that. Like, it's so, very interesting. So, so like, um, there, there's, there's this thing that's been going around, like, the, the conspiracy theories Alex Jones got right. And a lot like of them. They're, they're, they're crazy stuff. And if you look, like, Canada does this stuff too, but it's not as, it's not as sexy as, you know, the Bay of Pigs or the, uh, you know, like any of that type of stuff. It's not as sexy. The U.S. was fighting, wanted to invade Cuba. So they, you know, operate, what was it, Operation Paperclip or whatever? They I wanted to, do you know what that is? No, I'd have no clue. 
If I remember correctly, and I'm not going to look it up. Oh, maybe I'll look it up. We'll see. But <laughs> Operation Paperclip was signed by the Joint Chiefs of Staff. So this is all U.S. stuff. The Joint Chiefs of Staff to invade Cuba. How were, how, how were they going to do it, you ask? Paperclip? Big Daddy Tyler will tell you. Okay. Yes. They were going to create a paperclip in the shape of a gun. And they were going to have Cuban nationalists point them at people and go bang, bang. I knew it. No. <laughs> but so what, so Operation Paperclip was, they were going to fly remote planes. And, and sh- the U.S. was going to shoot down these planes saying that U.S. citizens were in those planes. And that would give them justification to invade Cuba. Oh, that's dirty. They were going to set you think up. That, well, you think that they don't do this type of stuff? And you know what? For anyone that, that says, oh, you got to stay on topic, fuck you. It's a conversation. <laughs> so with... Uh, <laughs> so with... So... They were looking at doing that. And so there was, there was a bunch of things that, like, what did Alex Jones get right? Do you remember him saying the, you know, the, the big meme, you know, the, the, the freaking large gay, that thing? The what? Sorry, you kind of cut out a bit there. Turn, turn, turning the freaking frogs gay. Oh. That thing? No, I don't remember that. Yeah, that's, that's actually, it's true to an extent. Because the plastics that are being, you know, that we throw away are just, they're being absorbed by animals. Like, there's plastic in our bodies now. Like, in our bodies. And so it's lowering, like, yeah, like, it's lowering, like, male sperm count. uh, You know, men are becoming more feminine and, like, sorry. They're not reproducing the same either. Yeah, yeah, no, I love, like, just sometimes I just need to suck a dick. Yeah. Can't yep. help it. Just what? Pictures or video, baby. <laughs> uh, no, but those, uh, or like the, the animal-human hybrids. People are saying, what the fuck are you talking about? Well, that, that's true. They're, they were doing that with monkeys. Making, like, Genetically splicing humans with monkeys in order to create organs. People thought he was just crazy. What about even the whole, the, the main, well, not the main one, but I think like the one that most people would remember was the whole Epstein Island thing. All that shit on Epstein that he talked about, it all came true. So this was on, this is from debate.org. So he was right about BPA plastic, TV spying on you. Uh, like with cameras and mics. TVs? Uh, yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah? Do you remember Remember when we bought our TV and it, the end user agreement? Oh, we could send you personalized ads and all this stuff. That's right. That's why we, dis- we disabled all that stuff. Ew. Ew. Right. Mm. See, I block stuff out. I get, I think it's trauma. I, I block out traumatic things from my brain. <laughs> Because it just disturbs me, God, if I think about all the the things. Like, I, I mean, it's funny because with that, like, I know um, 
when you think about things like Nest or that Google or whatever, like Google speaker, Alexa, I know you're so against those, but the funny thing is, is that we Uh literally walk around with that shit on a daily basis. We have our phones. Yes. But, but the point is what, what does, what does Alexa do that my, like my phone fucking listens enough. Like one thing I found crazy, there, there was some stuff that was leaked about uh, Mark Zuckerberg. He uses signal. You know what signal is? Well, I know what a signal is, but I'm assuming it's not what you're talking. So it's an, it's an encrypted app. So it hides your, your, it, it encrypts like your text messages, phone calls, all this type of stuff. Okay. So Mark Zuckerberg, do you remember when he was in, um, he was in, he was in Congress. He was, uh, you know, when all the memes started that he looks like a fucking robot and look at how he drinks water. He drinks water like a, like an alien. I remember like that, he doesn't but know how to drink water. wasn't he on trial for something? So, it's just a, a hearing, probably oh, can, whatever argument about not uh, you know, Facebook not honoring this, and then government doing nothing, and they just oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> we'll we'll fix it in the future. But anyways, that's besides the point. Okay. He on his laptop, he had tape covering the the camera. Are you serious, Mark so, Zuckerberg of all people? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it, it's it's stuff like that. So if the people that are running these do these types of things, what the fuck do you think they're doing with your stuff? Yeah, like that's that's pretty fun. I know in my old laptop. I don't know if you did it on this laptop or not, but I used to have electrical tape covering up the camera on there. No, but. If if whoever wants to look at my fat ass, fucking go for it. But see, but that's where okay, <laughs> that's where it becomes contradictory, though, right? Like you have all these other things that'll do it, but then one thing like the speaker, nay, that's where I draw the, the line. <laughs> the, the thing is, I can shut my phone off. You I can, can shut, shut the it speaker off. off. Yeah, you can shut Alexa off by throwing it out the fucking window. That's how you shut it off. <laughs> oh, shut up, you. Do you hiccup or was oh, that Reese? No, it's Reese barking at someone. Go away. Oh, it totally sounded like a hiccup. Yeah, you. No. Okay, but so, yeah, it's, uh, I don't remember what the fuck we were initially talking about. You're you really just not on point today. Well, we were... <laughs> We were just talking about Alexa and Mark Zuckerberg. No, I know that. No, I know that. Before that, what was the what? what I don't know. Whatever it doesn't fucking matter. But <laughs> well, yeah, we were talking about um, what's his name being right on a lot of his conspiracies. Oh, right, Alex Jones. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. But so, uh, oh yeah, fucking nine eleven being an inside job. So, like, when, when you see the government say, like, like I said, with Operation Paperclip or, you know, like, experimental drugs, like, oper- what was Midnight Climax, MKUltra stuff, that's, 
that's real stuff. Like it's the the stuff that they that actually that people have proof of is fucking crazy. Min, do you do you know the midnight climax? No. So that was where they would give people drugs at like strip clubs and then see how it would affect them. Kind of drugs. I don't know, what was it, like LSD and some other shit. See. How would they give it to them then? Like in their drinks or they would sneak it? They They would sneak it to them. Operation Midnight Climax from Wikipedia, however, you know, however you want to really trust it, was an operation carried out by the CIA as a sub-project of Project MKUltra, the mind control research program that began in 1950s. So, how they were doing it. The CIA was running a safe house uh, in San Francisco and Millie Valley or Mill Valley, California, and in New York. It was established in order to study the effects of LSD on unconsenting individuals. Prostitutes on the CIA payroll were instructed to lure clients back to the safe houses where they were certificate, whatever. They were given <laughs> drugs. Drugs. Yeah. So they were giving them LSD, and then they would watch these people behind closed one-way mirrors. Prostitutes were instructed in, in the use of the post-coital questioning to investigate whether the victims could be convinced to involuntarily re- re- reveal secrets. The victims were sometimes fed subliminal messages in attempts to induce them uh, to involuntary actions, including criminal activities such as robbery, assault, and assassination. This is the what? same type of shit. Fuck yeah! Okay, so you, you here. We're that we're gonna is you know messed up. get the get you know grab another fucking layer of tinfoil because we're going fucking deep. <laughs> we're going deeper now. This this program was the same shit that Charlie Manson was a part of. Oh my god! The funny thing is, when you were saying this, I was literally just about to interrupt you and say that this sounds like some Charles Manson shit. And that's, that's all right. Where, yeah, that's that's. That's where he's from. That's why he, you know, Charles Manson kept saying, like, I'm not a part of your system, man. Like, all that, all that type of shit. Like, he was very, like, I don't know if people know, and I hope people do know, Charles Manson wasn't stupid. He was actually, I believe he was considered, like, a genius. Like, he had genius level of intelligence. Oddly enough, a lot of serial killers do. But just a little plug here which we're not getting anything from, but there's a book called Chaos. It's about Charles Manson, Charles Manson, the CIA, and the secret history of the 60s. It's by Tom O'Neill. Check that book out. It talks a lot about this kind of stuff. Holy shit. Manson scored a 109 on one prison IQ test when he was 16 and 121 on another a few years later. The first result is slightly above average. The second is said to have been high normal range. He, like, he wasn't stupid. He was very intelligent. Yeah, and got his brain. His ability to self-censor his conduct in society was glaringly lacking. He was unable to have access or any success with his fledgling clear career in the music industry. But 
yeah. So like, See, that's what's so messed up though is you have things like the CIA or whatever, and they're experimenting on people unknowingly trying to see if they can do mind control, you know, dosing them with drugs to see if they can subliminal messaging to see what it is that they can get somebody else to do. And the thing is, then what happens? Then when that person actually commits a crime or does something, they're the ones that are going to jail. And oh, well, CIA just continues to do their little research and experiments and stuff like that. They're not the ones that are ending up behind bars for doing these things to people. And that's Ah, gross. Oh my God. Okay, so take this, take this how you will. I, I'm going down a rabbit hole now. So I'm looking at bestlifeonline.com. 25 conspiracy theories that turned out to be true. The U.S. government poisoned alcohol during Prohibition. Number two, there was a gaydar machine developed by the Canadian government. <laughs> what? In the 1950s, the Canadian government hired a university professor to develop a machine that was supposedly able to detect whether or not federal employees were gay, or to use a derogatory term, fruits, called the fruit machine. The apparatus measured pupil dilation in response to same-sex erotic imagery. Holy fuck. It went on until the 1960s, and many men lost their jobs. (laughs) <laughs> wow uh, the US government used dead body parts of infant and children for radioactive testing without permission uh, yeah okay here we go yeah the CIA oh, you talk <laughs> New York unique New York the CIA secretly gave LSD to unsuspecting individuals to test mind control the Gulf of Tonkin attack never happened. Do you remember hearing about the Gulf of Tonkin? No. Okay, so this was to get uh, the U.S. into the Vietnam War. Uh, where's it say? In 1964, President Lyndon Johnson told the public that U.S. ships were attacked by the Vietnamese, known as the Gulf of Tonkin attack, to gain the support of American citizens for the Vietnam War. However, a year later... Johnson admitted there was no attack, and he was quoted as saying, For all I know, our Navy was shooting at whales out there. In 2005, official documents from the National Security Agency were released that confirmed the whole Gulf of Tonkin attack never happened and was fabricated to gain support for the war. What? Yeah. Okay, here's, here's another one. This is... But this is fucked up. This 28 black men died of treatable syphilis for science. And I'm sure some people have heard about these guys. The Tuskegee? I don't know. I always fuck it up. I can never tush, test, whatever. So <laughs> this study was, was, uh, it was done in order to in order to test how syphilis would react in the African-American population. Untreated. They would inject people with syphilis and just let them fucking die. So gross. Yeah. So it says here, uh, yeah, the untreated syphilis in the Negro male was a public health service study that began in 1932. 
and recruited 600 poor, poor black men from Alabama as its subjects. The men were told they'd receive treatment for bad blood, a colloquialism for syphilis, anemia, and fatigue. But they were misled. Researchers continued the experiment even after penicillin was proven to treat syphilis in 1945. It finally stopped in 1972. Oh my god. After the New York Times broke the story. It was going on for over 40 years. Yeah. Oh my god, all the people they would have killed. Okay, so, and here's this one. You know, the the thing with Alex, like this put Alex Jones on the map. Bohemian Grove. He was saying all the ultra elites go on, go to this island and they are not an island, but well, some of them do. Some of them go to an island, you know, with Epstein and shit. <laughs> but yeah, they uh, that whole thing was true. He was saying that all these ultra rich people go and they dress up and they're you know just fucked. Um. Well, yeah, everyone knows this one. The Nazi or the U.S. government employed Nazi scientists. That was the Manhattan Project. Everyone, <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh, that was Operation Paperclip. Then what the fuck was the other one called? Cuba one. Yes. Then what was that cop? That one called then. Oh, here we go. What was it? Operation Northwoods. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, yes, yeah, it was Operation Northwoods. Operation Paperclip was, uh, yeah, that was the, the start of, uh, um, I believe, the, the Manhattan Project. And, uh, oh, yeah, some of these scientists were involved in Project MKUltra. So what did they, Jesus. were they doing, like, I don't understand, what were they doing with the Nazis? Okay, so Nazi Germany was years ahead of the Americas in terms of technology. Like the, the V2 rocket, it was an, uh, I think it was a ICBM, Intercontinental Ballistic Missile. Like it, it reached super fucking far for the time. Okay. So, well, we got these guys. Like, we, we captured, we have these scientists, they were developing all this super fucking cool stuff. Well, yeah. the war's over, so. Yeah, no, they were, that's how they, uh, they ended up, uh, I guess, developing all this stuff. Well, not, guess, that, that is how. Ah, okay. Yeah, so there was, uh, Osama bin Laden was hunted down through a fake vaccination program. I remember there was a lot of this type of shit. Yeah. Uh, I remember. Yeah. So, but anyways, so when you hear that, like the type of stuff government does do that is confirmable, confirmable that we can confirm bubble. Not that far of a stretch to think kind of fucking other weird shit that they do they just haven't done yet but jugger did bring up a very good point those 9-11 planes 
There is uh, there is some weird wreckage, or no wreckage. Oh, I don't know. It's it's fun. It's fun to think. But like I said, just the, with the stuff that's provable. Wait, did I say jogger? I meant Jimmy Jess. Fuck. <laughs> actually, actually, I, I just seen the I just seen the J. <laughs> <laughs> actually, um, why don't you pull him in here right now? Jimmy Jess is listening right now. Yeah. Okay, that's fucking weird. Normally we ask people, but... <laughs> well, he's actually asking to come in, so bring him oh, on in. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're just going to randomly pull people in. <laughs> Suckers, did you get for listening? <laughs> you should be able... should be able to talk, I think. <laughs> I am here. What's going on? Hey, Jimmy. Jimmy Jets. Yeah, so we're... Uh... Oh, I'm sure you've been listening. That we're we're going down the the conspiracy fucking train. I love those. Choo, choo. Yeah, <laughs> I do. Well, do we All want right. to? Do we want to go real full into the conspiracy? And the this episode hole. start a new one. <laughs> the rabbit hole is like a black hole. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, uh, I don't, I don't know. We can always just chop this one up. <laughs> so, all right, Jimmy, what's your favorite? What's your, what's your favorite conspiracy theorist? Theory. My theorist, favorite whatever. conspiracy theory from which, from what year to what year? Oh, any. All, all time, baby. <laughs> all time. I don't know. There's a lot. Big, there is big a foot. lot of conspiracy theory. I'd say ones that that could be substantiated. Like if it weren't for like an outright omission, not the this person did this and he's somehow connected to this guy and this guy did this with that and da da da, and then all of a sudden, yeah, he's my neighbor's fucking mailman. Hmm. You know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm all about the. I'm all about those ones that <laughs> that you can't prove right now. <laughs> so the UFOs, the UFOs. Oh, I, I. Uh, this has always been a uh, my kind of position on it. You would have to either be very ignorant or arrogant in order to think ignorant in terms of. You, you don't understand. Like, and I, I, I'm, I'm a fucking, I'm a moron. I don't fucking know anything. But how big the universe is? That well, we're we're the only we're the only thing in this universe. Well, we know we're the only thing yeah. in this galaxy. For now, even our For own now. galaxy, like, yeah. But even. But are we? And I think so. I don't. I don't think my so. my conspiracy theory is that you know they always say that aliens are among us. 
And yeah. I'm saying that we're the aliens. And, oh, those, and, and, and I'm saying that, you know, people seeing UFOs or might be advanced us watching back on us that they don't want to interrupt because they had to fix something. You know, yeah, what? I, was, I've uh, actually heard that before of people talking about that. You know, the long fingers were because of all the texting and stuff like that. And even the big eyes from staring at screens all the time. I've heard that theory before. So I want you to look up something and it's called, it's funny. It's there's the two sun universe. Where our yes, universe used I've to have, used to have our galaxy used to have two suns, and billions and trillions of years ago, one of them exploded. And if, so, if you look at the size of the planets and moons, um, Nemesis you, some of that stuff came into our you know rotation with the sun because the, their sun you know exploded or whatever, and then the remnants like the asteroid belts and all that stuff that we have within our galaxy are, are are those messed up planets in that blown up sun i remember seeing from neil degrasse tyson was talking about this yeah, yeah. It's called the, the nemesis theory yeah because that i mean you you think it because look at mars and that's why they want to go to mars to find uh see if there was civilization before because of the atmosphere that's currently there must have been extremely you know greater at a different point in time and yeah. so what if what if we are the descendants of let's say the, the the mars planet and they came over here and inhabited you know i always like that theory that you know why are humans sunburning you know on a planet that they evolved on yeah that's an interesting thought well i i think like in terms of like our genetics so like you know it, the the i guess the kind of accepted theory that like, we all came from Africa. That's where we've all originated from. That's where the spacecraft and, landed. Well, Egypt is in Africa. It is, absolutely. So, so people, people think, like, the Middle East is somewhere else. No, it's, it's the northeastern tip of Africa. Oh, yeah, I've done my DNA no. stuff, and, and, you know, and it says that, you know, we all originate from Africa and then, you know, move around the continents and everything else. Yeah, yeah, so I think it was what we started in Africa, some ended up migrating uh, east, and some started migrating north. Well, I guess you can't go west because there's a fucking big body of water right. there. But you got to remember, <laughs> too, that all the land masses used to be um, together. Yeah, yeah, they were a lot closer than they are now. So there were land bridges, they were, you know, the, yep. the ocean might not have been as high enough because of the ice at the time was a lot thicker up on the North and South Poles. Yeah. So, yep, that's and that's just true. like today, everyone talking about the whole other things, climate change, you know, and, and every couple thousand years, this planet goes through climate change and it's doing it right now. Yeah. But, and, and so back then, you know, you could have easily trans, you know, went from Alaska to Russia, you know, over to the Southeast Asia because it was, there was the Bering Strait. Yeah. The, the, or was the Bering Strait? No, that's the, that's a fucking, the land bridge over yeah. from Russia to Alaska. Yeah. Yeah. So, I know what yeah, you're talking you about. Able, yeah. What the fuck was that called? Whatever. It doesn't matter. That thing, whatever. But yeah, it's, uh, like, but as are like people, it's people amaze me with how adaptable we are. Like that's how humans have become the dominant species. Yeah, and you were we right adapt to our environment. 
Oh, it was the Baron Strait? Okay. Yeah. So they, uh, like, we adapt to our climates so incredibly fast. Like, I, I remember seeing, like, uh, like in, in terms of, like, the trucking industry, it's a lot of East Indian people. And they come from, like, Pakistan, from India, where it's typically very, it's hot. And then they come to Canada, and it's within, I'd say, maybe two, three years. A winter is just a, a normal, like, a, a, a natural-born citizen creates a winter. And it's, it's so incredible how fast, we, how fast we can adapt to our environments. And, like, how our skin, like, the most reason why black people are black is because, well, their skin naturally darkened in order to protect them. So that they don't, well, I guess, as we move Earth. to colder climates, what? So they don't burn. Well, I, I guess to uh, for the ability to absorb sun. So, like, if you look like in like Europe and, well, I guess the the, the natural kind of evolution of people was they they needed to get more sunlight. Like we're we're solar powered. Freeze it as that as that is. We are solar powered beings. Yeah, the vitamin D. <laughs> Yeah. Like they say, like you need vitamin D. It gives you energy. It, it boosts everything in your body. We're fucking solar powered. Uh, not only solar power, but I mean, I think there was different species of, you know, there, there were many different species of the humanoids that were once yeah. on this earth, you know, and we're the descendants of whatever. But I mean, that's why you have these, these people of color, you know, of different colors, you know what I mean? Lighter, darker you know, white yeah. or whatever. And, and, and look at our eyes as well. Our, all of our eyes are different. You know, all of our noses are different based on different yeah. regions that we come from. Yeah. And so how long does that take to um, happen? Does it take a million years for someone to change like that or a species? Does it take a billion years? It takes um, a yeah. long time. I, I can't it, remember the exact right. dates, but I know like with blue eyes, like your traditional so, eye color is brown. Blue eye is considered actually a birth defect. So they, well, yeah. they consider the, the, there is, you, they say they can trace back blue eyes all the way back to an individual that had blue yep. eyes it, based on Hitler? one individual. So, Hitler? oh my God. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that, but I mean, it, it, <laughs> they're all derived from the same, the same woman back in whatever. And I don't know, I don't want to find the story right now, but, <laughs> you know, it, you know, when you when you when you base stuff off ancestry and DNA and history, you know, there's there's still a lot of stuff we don't know about our own history because oh, we've been lied to. Yeah. So. yeah. Yeah. Then there's uh, even in terms of like the there was there was recently another discovery that it was like another link in the in the human evolutionary chain was just recently discovered. And it wasn't Bigfoot. Well, was it not Bigfoot? <laughs> I th- I, I think still you know, and this kind of no. I think it's you no. Know, I think it's dead. Like not the not the one that like people say like oh Bigfoot he's he's an interdimensional being and he can he nah. can turn into other things no. like That's real just crazy. real animals are fucking insane. 
Like the real stuff that we have is mind boggling. Even the stuff that existed, like that we can prove existed, or scientists can. I can't because I'm again, I'm a fucking moron. I mean, look at look at but, the fossils and bones that they're finding of of things. You know what I mean? Of animals, uh, of people that were eight foot tall, nine foot tall. Yes. Um, yeah, they were all uh, they were all like gingers. Yeah, and so that's the same. It's the same like the species that came from from Egypt. You know how they. You know if you look at the description of the Anunnaki, they were huge people. They were very tall. You know, yeah. very tall, glowing like people. You know, or, or the what are they? Not the not just the Anunnaki. Where were they? What else were they called? Um, well, I guess religiously they called them the Nephilim. But yeah, but I know what you're talking. They're these people were fucking huge. Like, like our tallest person is average height to them. They were like eight, nine feet tall. They were gigantic. I knew that they found other people that were so tiny. Like when you go on like the non such and you see how tiny people used to be, I didn't realize they had like Amazon people. (laughs) No, no Amazon. No, those, they got fuck all on these. These were like, Nordic fucking gods. They were huge people. Whatever wow. whatever genus they were of human or hominid, they were gigantic. I mean, I mean the History Channel shows us, you know, a lot of different things. And I like some of those shows that come on there. You know, some of them are just entertainment purpose, but <laughs> yeah. you know, it's supposed to be history based on, you know, because we're watching History Channel. So but this a lot from- of that stuff is is true, you know, it's just people don't want to accept it, you know, that, that there were ancient races. We don't even know what the pyramids were made for. So or why yeah. they were made, you know, the excuse that they were made for kings and all that stuff. Nah, not true. Um, but you know, they there's there's physicists and scientists and everything that said they're giant batteries. Huh. Yeah. I yeah. still maintain they were um, made by aliens. There's no way humans would make that, especially back then. But that's my well, it's just like the, the, the Incas, you know what I mean? The Mayan ruins. There's no way we could duplicate the way they shape those rocks today. It looks like they, those, those rocks were literally boiled or melted and, you know, put together. It's weird. So this is an, an article from Archaeology World. The mystery behind the 18 giant skeletons found in the USA. Um, they were uncovered 107 years ago. Um, in burial mounds near Lake Delavan, Wisconsin. See, I remember seeing something different. But these people are huge, like double the size of, a, of an average man. Their heights range between 7.6 and 10 feet. And their skulls, presumably those of men, are much larger than the heads of any race which inhabit America today. They tend to have a, uh, a double row of teeth, six fingers, six toes, and like humans come in different races. My God. So, so I want to re- re- remind folks that this period in history is just one period in history that was not lost to fires in Greek library or raiding or whatever. We got to remember that this world was once flooded and you know, that world before us was, was different and changed, you know what I mean? And there's proof of that stuff, 
you know, and, and that's why this, this world was flooded at one time to change all that stuff and, and to create something new and better. If you, if you want to follow the, the, you know, the, the religion theories. Well, and wait, did, did we just die? No. No. Okay. Oh, okay. But yeah, no, well, and <laughs> I'm There's a big alive. asteroid. We all died, guys. I just, I just pinched myself. I'm still here. <laughs> okay. But yeah, like in in terms of like, uh, hold on. Like Sorry. With, Before you go on that, hmm? okay. With um, so you were saying like the the Earth was flooded and stuff like that. If you want to believe in the, the the religious aspect of it, is there proof on the Earth that it showed like see proof that the Earth had been flooded at one point in time, regardless? Of so. Why? They've already proved yes. the Earth was flooded, but it wasn't totally flooded. It only flooded certain areas. Oh, okay. Because water could never, there could be never, no, you know, that, that's too much water to flood the entire Earth. But, again, sure. there, there is evidence that parts of the Earth has flooded um, mm-hmm. to an abundance of, that I couldn't even imagine. And there you know, how long did they say Noah's stuff, you know, was floating out in sea for a while? You know, how, how long was he out? In, in, on the 40 sea? days and 40 nights? It rained for 40 days and 40 nights. Yeah. yeah. And that's what lifted Noah's Ark out into the wa- up into the waters. But how long did he actually stay afloat? You know what I mean? Do you remember how, how, how long he stayed afloat? Uh, 150 days, apparently. <laughs> According to the Google, <laughs> it was 150 days. Right. So there's no way that water could dissipate within 150 days uh, to be that substantial. So there was, there's been the, the theory of, I think it was from Randall Carlson. Um, I remember seeing some talks with him. And he's been, he's been a pretty big proponent that the Earth was, during the Ice Age, the Earth was struck by a meteor, and it caused the end of the Ice Age. Isn't that what caused so says, the Ice Age to begin with? Or like right, so that, that meteor that supposedly caused the Ice Age hit in the Gulf of Mexico. Well, that was the one that wiped out the dinosaurs. The, the oh, fuck, I normally remember the name Wouldn't of it. Wouldn't that kind of be the same one? No, it was a different one. That was the one that wiped out the dinosaurs. What the about one, uh, what about um, Yellowstone? The last Yellowstone eruption that could have done it. Very well, could have Yellowstone. For no, anyone that doesn't know, Yellowstone is fucking terrifying. That is scary. Like I, if I'm anyone, going off subject. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I guess I'll I'll finish the the points, but. So there was, he, he is, he's proclaimed, and he's done a lot of, of study on this, that a meteor struck the Earth, and it forced the end of the Ice Age. It was between fourteen and 12,000 years ago. And he said that you can tell by, you know, like, um, on like a, like a sandy beach, you'll have like those ripples, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. They'll get like little sand, sand deposits and they like naturally ripple. Yeah. He says you can see that over miles of land. That same phenomena that happens with fast moving water. 
you know, like with the tide coming in and out, you can see that on land. And say something like, like that, that horseshoe shape, like that, you know, Niagara is famous for. There's a bunch of places that have that. And he was saying in order for that amount of material to be moved, hundreds of thousands of gallons of water per second would have to be moving through this area. And I, you know what, he, this dude's, he, he's, this is his study. Like this is what he does. So that type of information is, uh, if it's true, and I don't see a reason not to believe it. Like the earth has been hit before by meteors. <laughs> we're, we're not immune from it. So, but yeah, it's, uh, it's such a crazy. F- if, if, the, if it is considered true, which I don't see why not. He, he makes a very convincing argument. All right. Someone else pick up the fucking mantle here. <laughs> I can keep talking if you really want. Okay, so no, <laughs> I, know, I I know the with uh, in Mexico. It, one thing that I found crazy with that in the ocean, you can see where like the what's it called uh, the topographical imaging of where that meteor struck. You can see the ripples. Like, the Earth is scarred from that fucking meteor. Oh, yeah. That is crazy. (laughs) Just go to Google Earth. Yeah, it's... Run the satellite. Yeah, it's... What the fuck is that place called? But... Yeah, no, it's... uh, That's fucking crazy. And one thing that I, I found interesting, so one argument that I heard like with regards to say like global warming, climate change, with the dinosaurs, CO two was way higher than what it is now. So it actually was able to sustain larger animals. That was my understanding. And then meteor came and fucked it all up. Oh, just imagine if that. If, just imagine if that meteor or the ice age didn't happen. Okay, now no oh, one, no he, one said anything about a Neanderthal or humans being around during the year. You know, the dinosaur, other than a, a, a cave dwelling Neanderthal or whatever. It was, you know, they were saying the humans were at its basic form at that time. Again, and they survived. Yeah, we were, well, they were saying that we were like a little shrew, that that's what we ended up evolving from. I was like a little rat. Nah. (laughs) (laughs) A lizard, maybe, but not a rat. Well, I don't know, 150 million years ago? Well, it takes a million years for a change, an evolutionary change to stick. Yeah. That's not going to happen within a 14,000 years ago. This is another no. reason why I'm saying, you know, we might not be from here. No, but the, it was more that the, that impact that happened 14,000 years ago was 
it triggered the end of the ice age. Because there, there's been, they have found like archaeological, uh, like remains up until that point, and possibly even beyond that. Like there was the famous one, I believe it's in in Peru, and it's it's a a a, a settled civilization, like a modern civilization, a city. And I don't know, just something happened. Whatever, whatever ended this place, it's it's fucking, it's gone. Wow, I'm looking at the that meter impact. Fucking just, just incredible the amount of damage that thing does. Yeah. Well, and. Actually, there I, I remember seeing an article that was talking about every year we go through like that same. I guess that same. Well, it's called the Torrid Meteor Stream. That's that's just part of the same stream that this meteor came from. That the I, my my uninformed hunch would be that when another planet collided with Earth, there is evidence that even that happened. Yeah, there is actually, and and it's they're finding the the rest of those what do they call the minerals and stuff? Uh, nuclear glass, that or oh again, no, that's think meteor impacts. That I don't think that's just meteor impact. I think someone someone got deaded because over in the Middle East, you know, that was a big glass <laughs> factory. Um, based on history. You know, there was a nuclear event that happened over in that area, and there's still radiological, you know, surveys going on over there. There, you know, in that area where they find that glass in that desert, and and the temperature, it, it was either one a, a huge asteroid that hit it, or some kind of nuclear device went off. That's where in India? It's somewhere in the Middle East. I don't remember where it's at. Formed by ancient atomic bombs. Right. So where did those atomic bombs come from? Again, we are not from here. And I think maybe we, you know, had something to do with that back in the day. You know, okay, a little bit off topic. So you ever watched that show, Battlestar Galactica? I did a little bit. I want uh, you to watch like the last two episodes of that. Well, actually, first, I want you to I want you to watch Caprica. Watch Caprica. It's called Caprica. It's a sci-fi show. It's the beginnings of Battlestar Galactica. It can't, it's a, like the prequel. Okay. And then watch Battlestar Galactica. I mean, you can watch the different seasons or whatever. But just like if you watch if you watch Caprica and then you watch like the last two episodes, then you don't have to freaking go where I'm going. But so you watch the watch the like the prequel. Um, watch the first couple episodes, then watch like the last couple episodes where, you know, Cylons and all that stuff was made and then watch Battlestar Galactica entry, then watch the last two episodes, you know, and then you'll see what I'm talking about because at the very end of, of Battlestar Galactica, they come to Terra with earth or whatever. And then they send their Mm -hmm. ships into space. So they don't have any of that technology. They send the ships into the sun. And so, and then they, they integrate with the, the local populace or whatever, you know, 
Oh shit. Over years of that. So, I mean, that's, that's a, that's a huge, you know, whoever wrote that, that, that theory is awesome, you know, because we, we don't know what we've, again, we don't know where we've come from other than, you know, the knowledge, every piece of history that we ever, ever learned and have is on this planet. Yeah. And, and this planet is so small, you know what I mean? In this vast universe, you know, if, if something on another planet this size disappeared, we would never know. We would never know the history. We would never know nothing. Yeah. And so, and no one would even, and if something happened to us, no one, a, a distant being or anything would never find us unless one of our satellites or whatever. And then they'd be looking for us and they'd find what an asteroid belt or whatever, where this planet used to be. Yeah, exactly. So, and that was, that was one argument that I believe it was, I think it was Stephen Hawking was saying that, this is why we need to go to another planet. Well, Elon Musk wants to do that. Stephen Hawking said, don't do aliens because you don't ever know what you're going to get. You don't know if they're going to be peaceful or if they're going to want to try to take over your resources or what. That's, dude, that's one thing that I actually find really, really, not scary, but really weird. Like, we basically just, we just sent out like a cat call to the universe. Like, hey. You, uh, if you're looking for some dick, I'll, uh, you, you guys come this way. <laughs> like, right. You know, all of our resources belong <laughs> to you. Come here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and just like the matrix, you can use this as little batteries. Cause we, we run on D, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know I run on D just saying. Well, <laughs> family, family oriented show. Halo. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I think it actually specifically says that it's not family friendly. Yes. <laughs> There's a but joke. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm looking more into this nuclear glass, and they're saying it only happens. The temperature has to reach 3,300 degrees Fahrenheit. So whatever fucking happens, and that like that normally only happens with. Uh, with a uh, um, a nuclear, well, obviously with like a nuclear bomb, but right, with, the temperature uh, had to be just stupid. And and look at the civilization civilizations that were in that area during that time that that supposedly happened. It wiped them out completely. Yeah, yeah. The extension of the cast in the desert would require that the explosion be ten thousand times more powerful than that observed in New Mexico. Many scientists have sought to explain the dispersion of large glass rocks in the deserts of Libya, the Sahara, Mojave, and many other places in the world as products of gigantic meteorite impacts. However, due to the absence of accompanying craters in the desert, right. the theory doesn't hold up. Exactly. Neither satellite imagery nor sonar has been able to find any holes. Right. Now, there is a crater in New Mexico... And if you go along the 40, like if you can go, you can go on your map and, and you can find like Albuquerque and then just follow the 40 over and you, you, you can use Google maps or whatever. Now there is a crater, but it's not big enough to, I mean, I'm pretty sure it hurt. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm pretty sure that it hurt when it hit. <laughs> oh, I-40. Which one's I-40? 
It's 40. It runs east to west. It's like Route 66. Let me see if I can find it for you real quick, and then I'll link it to you. Oh, what? It's showing me up in Philadelphia. Maybe that's why. Yeah, it's not there. <laughs> so there was, there was a couple different volcanoes and stuff in New Mexico as well, but I'm going to try to find the meteor crater that's in New Mexico. Well, yeah, and like with, uh, with Yellowstone, so I, I became a, but this is another one of my, my weird fucking uh, holes or rabbit holes that I go down. It, uh, Krakatoa was one of the largest, this, that almost wiped out, no, there was one before it, but Krakatoa was one of the largest ever recorded um, uh, volcanic eruptions. Like it, it caused a nuclear winter. And it's assumed that if Yellowstone erupts, it's going to make Krakatoa look like fucking child's play. Oh, that, the, if Yellowstone explodes, if Yellowstone oh. erupts, you can say goodbye to at least six or seven states. At and least. the entire population. And, and the fallout will reach as far down as Texas. Oh, I believe it, yeah. And, you know, the one thing that I did like when I was watching a lot of those, uh, those kind of, like, uh, documentaries or whatever you want to call them, those scientific shows, Canada isn't affected at all. It hits the North Dakota fucking border. Canada's fine. So <laughs> I, sent you, I sent you a link to the, uh, that um, crater. Yeah, I'm looking at that. That is crazy. The whole singer meteorite? Whoa. Meteor, yeah, the meteor. It's all to 40. So it's, it's, um, it's just east of the Apache Death Cave. There's one. It's at 233. There's, uh, New Mexico. Yeah, there's, uh, there's a meteor crater. Well, it's called Meteor Crater Lake. There's a crater lake in, uh, in um in manitoba it's right at yeah. the ontario manitoba border right i mean if you see the size of this crater i mean you can tell that it, it was a pretty decent sized meteor jesus but it wasn't Fuck to yeah. the fact that it was it was that's just how fast it was coming in you know yeah, on that that's, link that yeah. you sent us if you click on where it shows google map and directions click on yeah. that oh, and then yeah. you, you can look at satellite view and zoom right in yeah, you can zoom right oh. into it. Then it has huh. a, like a, a bar, bar and ranch or something, a bar tea ranch next to it. Jesus. There's a visitor center. There's all kinds yeah. of built around this crater. Oh, it's in Arizona. No, it's in New Mexico. The fuck? That's what I clicked. It's, it's, it's Arizona Road. No, I'm looking Arizona, Phoenix, Tucson. No, you got to look into the last tech. It's Aztec, oh. New Mexico. No, I see what you're talking about. In the actual, when you click on the Google Maps, in the directions, it shows Meter Crater Road in right, Arizona. Uh, right, but it's, yeah. it's, it's on the border. That's why. Okay. Wow, that's if, you, if you look at the other, it's, it's kind of on the border-ish. Because Flagstaff's, it's like between Winslow and, and Flagstaff. So yeah. It's right. It's like, 
like right close. Yeah, right yeah, I you. see it. Holy shit. But that's just I a little you- hole. That's not even the size of the one in in the um Gulf of Mexico. Yeah. Yeah, that's I oh that's that terrifies me. That's a BB compared to the one they hit <laughs> in the Gulf of Mexico, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah, and that probably just fucking destroyed anything around there for miles. Hundreds of miles. Yeah, if you look at it like Jesus. compared to the visitor center, like which is massive and that massive parking lot, like it the tiny little blip of the size of this crater. <laughs> wow. Wow. That is, that is unbelievable. Now just think the caldera for the Yellowstone oh. is not um I think they said it was like oh what was it? I, I don't want to lie. I think something it, like it, two it's like sixteen miles wide. Is it that big? I thought it was I, I'm, I know gonna, that I'm, I'm gonna verify. Hold on, I just want to tell you. I know because it, it, it there's multiple calderas. It's not just one, it's like five or six of them, and they cross as like Two or three different states. So they're saying it's approximately 30 by 45 miles. Oh, Holy. Oh, so my God. I want, I want people to understand that if this goes <laughs> off, goodbye, U.S. Oh, it would be a humanitarian crisis immediately. It's a world because this would create another ice age. Yeah. Yeah, because probably... of all the plume and everything that would be, you know, dispersed up into the air. And okay, yeah. is, is this a volcano? Yes, it is. So, uh, how with, big did you yellow... say this was? So it's thirty by forty-five miles. The volcano. The volcano caldera. At sixty miles per hour, it would take you half an hour to drive across it. Oh my god! At least half an hour so what one thing that a volcano does so when it erupts it can kind of do a a couple different things so it could either like a typical like you know what you picture a normal volcano an eruption comes from the top and then you you know you have the 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 lava spills over and cools along the the i don't know i guess well what what would it be i don't know i guess it's the vent I don't, it's not a vent, but where just where the magma comes out. The well, the magma spout. chamber, it, it would be a magma chamber yeah. underneath. Right. But I guess like where, where it finally reaches earth. And then once it spills over, it ends up creating like, yeah, that comes out the caldera. Out. Yeah. So what ends up happening? So like, say like Mount St. Helens is it just builds up pressure, pressure, pressure. And then finally, boom, it explodes. Uh, there, the idea or the thought with Yellowstone is it's had these massive eruptions, and the caldera is is the magma chamber. So, well, the magma chamber is underneath the caldera. The, the caldera is the rim of the actual volcano. Yeah. So, what ends up happening is it erupts and then it collapses in on itself. And Yellowstone has done this several times and they're massive so it lets out the it empties that magma chamber and then it the ground collapses and it's, it kind of seals itself 
So we were talking about like events in history, right? So this, the last time that Yellowstone exploded was 640,000 years ago. Yeah, and they they keep saying that it's and it's now we're within a beyond. thousand years, or now that it should go again. Yeah, and that's where all the like yeah. you know old faithful the geyser, all those you know all those um, water spouts and sulfuric. If you look at the picture of the map, if you look at the maps that they have and the different colors that are coming out of that that you know sulfuric <laughs> water area of yeah. that caldera, it's nasty. But, you know, all those, you know, they'd say you could set a time to Old Faithful, right? You could set your watch yeah. by it. So they're saying that there's more activity happening now around the park. And if you yeah, look at so, some of these images and stuff, you can see where the magma chambers are. You can see how big the caldera is. And, you know, if you wanted to do a really fun thing, you could actually look at the eruption um, thing that would happen happen if uh, it actually did go off and how much devastation it would go. Okay. Wait, it's so most volcanoes. When you think of a volcano, you're thinking of this giant mountain. Right. That, like, like most stems of the West up. coast has most this of the West isn't. coast has the volcanoes. Like Alaska has the volcanoes that are going off. Hawaii has a, com- a volcano that going off, you know, Washington has Mount Rainier, Mount hood. Um, there's um, Mount St. Helens. There's all those ones yeah. on the West coast. But people aren't always talking about those. I mean, what you need to be talking about is Yellowstone because that's the most, that's going to be a planet devastator. See that, like I'm looking at it, like that's like on the ground. Like it's a big crater looking thing filled with water. But they're all on the ground. No, no, no. I know. But you know what I mean? Like when you think of a volcano, you're thinking of this like triangular shape coming out of the ground, very high. And the volcano is going to come out of there and it's going to come down the mountain towards you. Where this, like you don't see your traditional, what a volcano looks like. This looks just like a big pool of smoky water that is technically a volcano. Yeah. And it's not all smoky water. There's vegetation. There's a huge park built right right on top of this. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's, that's what's scary. scary. So yeah, if you look, there's a couple of pictures that I'm looking at on Giggle. Yeah, and you can see the devastation. You can see the clearly the devastation that this one volcano would have on this country. So I was looking like in National Geographic. So it gives the uh, exactly what a caldera is. So it is a low, large depression formed when a volcano erupts and collapses during a yep. volcanic eruption. Magma present in the magma chamber underneath the volcano is expelled, often forcefully. When the magma chamber empties, the support that the magma had provided uh, inside the chamber disappears. As a result, the sides and top of a volcano collapse inward. So, yeah, it would be like like seeing like Mount St. Helens. It just blows apart, and then whatever's left just falls and fills this void. Yeah, because all it, that it, all it, that it, stuff you gotta, you gotta it's just like filling a coffee can. You're like you ever seen the Coke bottle with the uh the the, the Mentos and they fill it up mm-hmm. and it explodes? Yeah, yeah. That's the same thing a volcano does. It's building pressure, building pressure, building pressure, and then all of a sudden it explodes. So that mountain itself, it, it you it may look like the top, but it could be the entire mountain explode and then all that debris gets thrown for miles and then all the miles. then you're gonna have the the ash plume, you know, the the the, the the molten lava, all that stuff. And we don't even know where the vents are running. So those vents could be under, you know, 
people's houses, just like you've seen in Hawaii. Those Hawaii was devastated because of the, the, the volcanoes. It just ruined, you know, it's just creating more land, but really? it, it's, it's going to destroy much, much, much more than anything we've ever seen if it goes off in our lifetime. Yeah, I'm looking at uh, the Yellowstone National. The caldera is literally statewide. It goes from Idaho to the east side of Wyoming. Mm-hmm. It's a state wide <laughs> not the little pinprick that we get in new mexico well i guess yeah it's uh yeah it's well like well i guess it shouldn't say statewide but it's it's the entire park it goes yeah all is i'm looking at a map here of an example of the possible distribution of ash from a month-long yeah. yellowstone super eruption it's literally going all the way from austin up yep until, mm-hmm. oh higher than, paying higher than calgary like we would all get it you know oh, what they would fuck. blame this volcano going off on trump <laughs> climate, <laughs> climate change <laughs> oh yeah or trump yeah. <laughs> yeah, they'd blame it on trump yeah or climate change <laughs> Because we, all, I mean, people don't understand that climate change happens on this planet every couple thousand years, and regardless if you want, the magnetic poles shift, all that stuff happens. You know, it freezes, gets hotter, gets colder, hotter, colder, hotter, colder. Does that multiple times over thousands of years, and people just don't understand it. But we're not gonna, you know, we're gonna blame everything on climate change because we drive cars with exhaust. There, there was right. articles back. There were articles back in the fifties saying that we have ten years to fix global warming. And actually, at that time, it was called global cooling. Right. So, and that's again, you know, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm just gonna say, I'm gonna call it big pharma because I don't want to call it anything else right now. <laughs> I'm gonna, I, you know, because every, you know, call everything big pharma because everything gets pushed to people to to settle an agenda. You know, whether it's, yep. you know. We'll get back into the the whole political thing and the media thing and the music thing and the video game thing. We'll get in that in another time. I know you guys kind of covered that before. Um, you know, Need to the, go more into detail. When, when you when you change, you know, you can change people's lives, you know, and generations by just explaining, you know, hell, I mean, look at the TV. Who just got arrested and who who died? You know, Weinstein went to to prison for. You know all kinds of stuff. You know Epstein got killed in prison supposedly, and he supposedly uh, hung himself. But yeah, so suppo- I, you know, know, I didn't. I'm, we don't want to go into that. We're going <laughs> to get caught up. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's the you believe that you know BLM, you know all that falsification stuff, Antifa. We we, we can get all all that stuff later, you know. But it, it's a uh, it's a shit show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to call it. And, and and people have blinders on and people think, you know, well, people are crazy for thinking that we got tinfoil hats on because we're scared of all. No, it's true. People do monitor us. We carry around a monitor every day. Like you said, with the cell phone, you know, yeah. people, they, they know where you're at. They know what you're watching. You, you talk into your phone, you look at something on your phone and guess where you find it? all the ads come up that you were searching for uh, yep. ask you, how did you do? How did you like your visit at Seven Eleven? You know, how was, how was your burger at, at Burger King? You know, how yeah. did you enjoy the movie? And, and they're like, well, how does my phone know this? Well, because they're listening. The or when you park and you start walking away and like, do you want right. your phone to remember where you parked? How did you well, know I was driving? 
Right. Well, how about how about this? Like this, this should be a, a big like. But people should know this. How many times do you have a conversation with someone in person, yeah. face to face, and someone says, "Oh, I've been looking at buying new shoes." How yeah. many times do you suddenly get ads for fucking shoes? Yeah, yeah, right on your email on your phone. Yeah, yep. like it, it's just it, like how many times does it need to be a coincidence? before it's you know something more than a coincidence well, people don't like, want to believe it purposeful. so people yeah. don't want to believe it and and i and i think like a lot of like uh, most of us a lot of us we're just we're just doing the day-to-day we live in you a know, free world remember that yeah yeah but like uh, people you know they have jobs to go to they have family they have friends they you know they want to go on their vacations and they just, I think most people just want to be left alone, don't cause ripples, and just, just carry on. Yeah, you know? most people are like that. Okay, so back on topic real quick. And I know I listened to you guys a little bit before I joined. <laughs> and you guys were talking about the, 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 the 9-11 conspiracy and all that stuff. What I want to know is where did the $2.2 trillion go that they talked about the week of 9-11? Oh, do you mean the, the 9-11 commission? Where did that the they two point two trillion dollars that disappeared that he talked about on the lawn of the White House before nine eleven happened? I want you to look that up real quick. Look that up real quick. Oh, Rumsfeld. Yes, cannot Listen account for two point three trillion. Yeah, where did that money go? And all of a sudden, nine eleven happened, and that's never been talked about again. Well, there Here. was so so. This, this is one thing. Look up, what is it called? I think it's called, it's either called the million or the billion dollar gas station. I believe it's called, I think it's the million dollar gas station. Check this out. There we go. The one secret $43 million gas station. A $43 million gas station in Afghanistan. What? One gas station. You know, what? the world's <laughs> most expensive gas station. <laughs> yeah. But there's this one, I believe. It's, but I believe that there's one in, it's just by the Pentagon. It's something, it's either a million or a billion dollars. What gas station do you know costs that fucking money? It's what's under the gas station that counts. What's mm. under it is what I'd like to know. For $43 million, yeah. I'm assuming there's gold. <laughs> so, well, it says that an immigrant from India becomes an owner of a billion-dollar gas station empire in Garden City. Let's see. I, I don't know about that one. But, I mean, a billion-dollar or even a million-dollar gas station. I mean, yeah, that's but still $2.3 trillion, dude. Yeah. Now, now, what they were saying is, what what did that missile hit the Pentagon? Because it wasn't a plane. Um, which part of the Pentagon did it, it kill? Did it did it kill the accountant side? Well, it was it was the side? new. Yeah, when I mean, it was all new construction, like they just finished constructing it. So, but there's there's again there's two point three trillion dollars unaccounted for that was broadcasted on national television. And then they said no words about that ever again. 
You know what I mean? And so where did it go? Oh, was gonna was, bring it, up? The, it looks like it was announced fight. literally the day before. I don't know. According to this, it says whatever happened to the 2.3 trillion unannounced or unaccounted for by the Pentagon. It was right. announced on the 10, or September 10th, 2001. Exactly. Well, that's messed up. That's what yeah. I'm saying. So you want to go conspiracy? Let's go conspiracy. Yeah. Well, that's my favorite one right there. That you asked me, that's the one. The plane that hit the Pentagon. No, the $2.3 trillion had disappeared. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that is kind of strange that nobody ever talked about that again. No one, ever. Well, no, because all this this horrible thing happened literally the day after. Mm Mm-hmm. See, because some of them that I'm seeing, like, it's, you know, it's kind of like conspiracy kind of websites, so I'm looking for something... Um... I don't know, let's... Daily Star, I think I, I've heard of them. I don't know. I don't know their their political leanings, but yeah. September tenth, Donald Rumsfeld revealed the Pentagon had lost a whopping two point three trillion. Less than forty eight hours was nine eleven. Um, or I guess well, less than forty eight hours later, the shock of shocking revelation was forgotten as a chilling sense of nine eleven took over in the news agenda. Okay, so let's look what else what happened. What things were hit during 9-11? Oh, yeah, well, the World Trade Towers. Hmm. Huh. Hmm. Conspiracy that. And you wonder um, where the conspiracy of it. You wonder where $2.3 million could have disappeared and then our, our World Trade Centers were destroyed? Accounting offices in the Pentagon were blown up. And oh. accounting offices based in New York buildings in the World Trade Centers were demolished. Yeah. All the evidence gone. All the evidence is gone. Oh my god. <laughs> conspiracy that. Right? I think my mind just blew up. I think I need the tinfoil hat all of a sudden. Holy shit. Yeah. On naysayers keen to debunk the myth that the government deliberately crashed into the Pentagon claim that the loss of life and reconstruction work cost more than the missing budget funds. Others argue the missing budget did not go missing at all, that it, could, that it just could not be accounted for in the paper trail. However, truth seekers claim this is further proof that a secret black ops budget that is siphoning off funds for top secret space expeditions. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, that's another. That's a whole other conspiracy in itself. This is yeah. somebody else saying but regarding. You do know that there's that one guy that claims to be, you know, that he claims that uh, we are fighting in other universe, in other galaxies. I do it every day on McCorrier Online. <laughs> there is a okay. So one person what? had made a comment about this whole the trillion or two point two point three trillion dollar thing. Okay, so they had said, uh, one of the questions that we should be asking is why were put options placed on American and United Airlines prior to 9-11? Why was there a huge insurance policy put on the WTC shortly before 9-11? Yep. There's exterior footage from the Pentagon. And where's all the exterior footage from the Pentagon? And why can't they find any aircraft wreckage on any of the sites? Well, there was there was one uh, when they did find a lot of wreckage, but 
I, I, I don't remember. So exactly. on Flight 93 in Pennsylvania, there was no wreckage. Not a single suitcase or piece of clothing found. On the yeah. Pentagon, it was not wide enough for a plane to have crashed into because otherwise the wings would have created a lot more devastation because that's where the fuel is. Um, the motor that was shown on TV was not from an airliner. Yeah, um, see, so, there was yeah, some so, weird stuff. Wasn't it like the, the debris that was found? Was, it was either not enough to even recreate, like put the plane like even closely back yeah, together. Yeah, it was already pre-wrecked stuff. Yeah, or it was either so much that it, it was one or the other. Just something didn't line up with that. But I don't know. I haven't really looked into it. It was just kind of a... Well, there's all, I mean, go back to the interviews of, of 9-11, and they say there was no plane that had just exploded. What? On, on what? On the towers or on, yeah. on the Pentagon? The tower. I, and then I that, that the photo, there was the planes were put in there during the media event. Well, hold on. Because okay, there was people, on. they were saying, their interviews were talking about there was no planes. The, the building just exploded. Really? Yeah, and then there's things, too, where it shows that there was workers in there before, contractors filling the walls, and pictures show that the, the walls were filled with C4. What? Yeah, the labeling, the, 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 the aluminum stuff that goes over the C4, that put it in the walls. Look it up. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, like, I, I remember hearing a lot of the stuff, like, oh, the therm, they were, there was thermites on the, on the steel beams. It was professionally leaker. done, because you can't tell me, professionals had to have done this, because there was only certain buildings that were destroyed during this whole thing. Now, if it was just a terrorist hitting a building and just whack-a-mole in a building, it would have been totally different. But there was explosions upon explosions happening after the fact that a supposed plane or missile or whatever hit it and watched entire floors crumble on each other. Yeah, see, like, I, I've heard... So that only happens when you're trying to level a building. A controlled demolition. A controlled demolition. Yeah, see, I, I don't know. I, I've seen some, like, like contradicting information that, well, with, with just the amount of weight that those, what is it, 20-something floors that were above it and this kind of free fall, like, that amount of weight, like, 20 floors of anything is fucking heavy. So, I, I yeah. And, but, it, it, like, there's, it's a, there's a lot of weirdness surrounding it. Okay, like, I, I did not know that. It was the financial sector of the Pentagon that got hit. And what, Building 7 was, um, well, that was a finance, that was a, it was all government documents. And that whole building, but that building was hit by, I think, chunks of uh, the World Trade Centers. And, Ooh, that's magic. <sighs> yeah. See, like, even. My mind is going at, up right now. <laughs> like, like looking at the damage from uh, on the Pentagon, and oh, I don't, you know, it, it's it's kind of it's I don't know. It's either government is really fucking smart, and I typically go the the side of you know maybe the what is the how does the expression go? Um, fun. There we go. If I wanted to tell you, or if I wanted something to happen, 
the only thing that took us to combat was what we said someone blew up attacked our country and that gave the country support to say okay let's go do this i think it was an excuse to cover up much more than we really know you know it makes so much sense too like honestly talking about the 2.3 trillion dollars that went missing our boy bush or our boy (laughs) their boy bush was the (laughs) one that was in (laughs) in running at the time and we were literally just talking about how the cia would were doing all these experiments and stuff like that on people and seeing them do this and do that like who's to Mm -hmm. say that this literally wasn't a government cover-up they're like oh shit we're gonna get busted we got to do something fast let's destroy all the evidence so no one finds out and then everyone's going to be sidetracked by this. And plus, they're not going to have any evidence to show what happened to that $2.3 trillion. It makes so much sense, honestly. Like, oh, I wish I just knew. <laughs> See, um, uh, again, well, this isn't the full quote, but it was uh, like the, the greatest trick that ever, Devil ever pulled was convincing the world he doesn't exist. So. I always kind of come from the side of government is so out of touch with its people that, you know, they just kind of throw in policies like, oh, the peasants will like this. Yeah, of course they'll, they'll like this. But then maybe that's the greatest trick is government convinced people that they are so incapable of doing their job. Wait. Well, not only that, they wanted oil. Keep their mouth shut. They wanted oil. They wanted money. I mean, that's also another perfect cover-up is blame these people from over in Iran or Iraq or wherever. And let's just go attack them and bomb them and blame them. No one will ever know the wiser. And then we can get in there and steal their shit, their resources. (laughs) I'm telling you, my mind is literally blowing up right now. So and then again, you got to look at you got to look at the the controversies or, or the conflicts that we had. So in two thousand and in two thousand three, we went into Iraq. Um, who owned the supporting um, companies that were going to help the troops and, and rebuild um, those countries? Wasn't it uh, wasn't it KBR or something like that? Kellogg Brown and Root. Oh, I who, thought owned, it was... who, who owned that? Didn't didn't Dick Cheney or someone own like a portion of that company or own that company? Oh, I know. Oh, oh, uh, Dick Cheney and Bush. Um, I thought didn't Dick Cheney come Bush from again. like one? I know of those... Halliburton. I think Halliburton was in, yeah. on on part of that. But I mean, I think it was Halliburton and Kellogg Brown and Root uh, that, that yeah, gained I... billions and billions of dollars in contracts to to be over there to support everything and rebuild. Oh, okay, so. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. The second greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he is the good guy. Mm-hmm. His name is Joe. Damn. <laughs> His name is Joe. <laughs> Biden? <laughs> I didn't say that. I no, didn't say no. That. Well, no, he's... It's just a funny name. The devil's name is Joe. Can't be like Lucifer or (laughs) my name's Joe and I'm the devil. (laughs) His name is Joe. Joe. Like that. Sounds bad. A calf care. You can take whatever you want out of that. 
<laughs> I did not say any last names. <laughs> yeah, it's but I, and, and it's stuff. It's stuff like like the the the, the provable stuff, like the one hundred percent provable. The, the government has either admitted it or documents have been released that confirmed these these allegations. I should say that when stuff like this happens, it's not a crazy a crazy leap to make. Like I said, the Gulf of Tonkin completely fabricated to get the U.S. into a war it had no business being in. Or, you know, the name, name any other, uh, one of the other ones that I brought up. It's not that far of a stretch. So, it's a crazy, uh, but they're, like, I don't know, I think they're fun. They're, it's ooh, espionage and secrecy and shit. I just think the government's fucking dumber than they really are. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. This is like seeing what the government is capable of and the kind of things that they already do that we already are aware of. I don't think they're going to care about thousands of people's lives to cover their own tracks. Well, They've been experimenting well, on people for years and they don't care the consequences of that. They're not having they don't have consequences. The little people don't matter. It only matters what the the people with the the people that are running this this world want to happen. You know, yeah. that's a whole other conspiracy too. If you want to look that up, the the, the families that rule the world. Yeah, um, you know the Rothschilds. You know all the you know you'll look it up. You'll see what I'm talking about. But anyway, Clintons. Uh... Oh, a lot of those Saudi princes. No, uh, no, 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 no. We're talking about the European names from they started in the middle medieval times, and uh, one of the kings sent all his his family members to to different reaches of the planet to to start the banking system. Oh, a, a certain uh, Rothschild's one of them. Yeah, certain uh, institutions, you should say. I mean, I think that's probably a, a fair point to. That's with the whole new world order, isn't it? Well, so actually, uh, okay, here, I'll say this. The church actually started the banking system. Well, I shouldn't say started, but the modern banking system that we understand, like, you know, you put your money in here and it's available in another place. So that's where actually like fiat currency kind of came from, was actually from the Catholic church. So you would get IOUs, you would put your money in one church, and then you would have a paper saying, okay, I have this much money, or I, in, in this church, and you could use it somewhere else. That's an interesting little uh, thing for you. Interesting. Yeah. People don't realize, too, that's one of the reasons why uh, the Revolutionary War happened, or our Civil War. Yeah. That's part of it. The Civil War was based on the the big banker company, the big companies coming into U.S. and causing their inflation, and their you know they wanted everybody to work for the banks and get money from the banks. The South didn't want it. It wasn't about slavery. It was about the the economic future of the country. Well, and there was a, definitely a, a slavery component to it. Well, that's what you've been told. 
<laughs> oh, oh shit. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> <laughs> you just dropped the mic. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so then uh, lay it on me. So I, I thought got it was Jesse all about James actually flavor. had a uh, big hand in that shit too. You got to look at that. The uh, monster garage guy? No, the real Jesse James. <laughs> Cowboy? <laughs> yep. Interesting. And what he was really involved in. What was he in? What? 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 Come on, give me the, give me the juice. No, I can't. This, we're not talking about that today. Son of a bitch! Fucking <laughs> Jesse James is fucking hot. Holy shit! <laughs> I looked up Jesse James and I got some. Fucking shit! Are you looking at the oh, chick? She... <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess so. Uh, no, Ooh, gotta it... look cowboy. Sweet. Jesse James Decker. Now, if you think this guy is hot, uh, might need it. Not Jesse James Decker. That's it's just Jesse now. James, sweetie. Type in Jesse James Cowboy. <laughs> You'll get it. Cowboy. Jesse James Sorry. Conspiracy. Type in that. I uh, I use DuckDuckGo. I don't use Google. Well, so DuckDuckGo <laughs> or DuckDuckGoose, <laughs> whatever you want to call your duck. What we happen? Jesse James was shot and killed by Robert Ford, a new recruit to the gang. Him and Ford were friends. You mean the Ford Ford Motor Company? Another conspiracy. No, it's not the same Ford, is it? What do you do? You think there's more than one family? (laughs) Okay, so he was a new recruit in the gang who hoped to collect a reward on James. Head and promised amnity for his previous crimes. Already a celebrity in life, Jesse James became a legendary figure in the Wild West. Robert Wasn't... Ford killed Jesse James. And Robert so... Ford created Ford Motor Company? Wow. <laughs> Wait, no, that's Jimmy... not, that can't be the same Robert, like no, wait, wasn't it? Wait, why am I thinking Gerald Ford? That was a U.S. president, right? Yeah, okay. Am I? Robert Robert Newton Ford? No, this is a different guy. It has to be a different. Yeah, he's best known for his assassination of Jesse James in 1882. Hmm. So what's what's the conspiracy? So conspiracy had multiple different aliases. And he was part of the secret society thing that started up back in the day. Like Jesse James or Robert Ford? No, Jesse James and Robert Ford were part of it. But um, it started because Jesse James was made out to be this big bad bank robber dude or whatever. And he was actually a really smart, influential person that made things happen. So it's just like if I want something to happen, I have to make something happen to make something happen to to show that something's happening, right? You get that kind of line of processing. Yes. Yeah. Hold on. 
Could you say that again, please? Okay. So I got to make something happen to make something happen to make it look right. like something happened. Right. No, so no, like, so uh, I'm not involved in it, but something happened that starts a chain of events that makes something happen later. Yeah, uh, Rube Goldberg machine. Right. In real so life. He, was, he was kind of part of that situation where he was making things happen for this organization under the guise of many different things. So even, even when they say, was Jesse really assassinated? There's, there's pictures of the same dude after he was supposedly assassinated under a different name. And so one of those, one of them, I think one of them, I think one of them was that he actually lived to be become a Senator under a different name. Well, I guess back in that time, it was, it was actually quite easy to... All you had to do is like, move. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So... So I guess the Americas have been in uh, dealing with this tomfoolery for a little bit. Look, there's been conspiracy for hundreds of thousands of years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You know, just go go ask the Vatican to look at some of their stuff and watch what happens. But if they look at their own stuff, they're going to get boners from all the fucking right. kids. Whoa. Oh, did I say that out loud? Whoops, sorry. Well, stop fucking raping yeah, kids. So, I mean, it's it's very it's very. People are quick to ju- jump to, jump to conclusions after something was said. Like I can give you a little bit of information, then all I got to do is let your imagination go. And then it spreads like wildfire. Did you ever see the the movie? Oh, what was it called? Was it Merchants of Doubt? I think that's what it was called. Oh, I think that's what it was called. How a handful of scientists obscured the truth on issues from tobacco smoke to global warming. So in, in this movie, they would you know, they would have a proposed expert in, well, let's say, like, with tobacco. You know, everyone knew that the tobacco company was funneling money into saying that tobacco doesn't hurt. And, a, you know, a bunch of other types of stuff like that. And it was literally the same people that were arguing as a as an expert to say that tobacco smoke or tobacco or smoking cigarettes wasn't harmful the same not not just the same company the same people were now arguing for global warming or how global warming isn't real and Really, get all these fucking weird. Be, yeah, they get they're getting millions and billions of dollars off off telling people certain things to make something happen. Yeah, like people people have you know as uh, like the the sugar industry paid off scientists to say that sugar is good for you. Well, it's the same thing and that's now, going on with electric energy. It, the the ozone and and the atmosphere gets worse by creating chemicals to make batteries than than what we already have. Well, the I've had a few comments with the pharmaceutical companies and the restaurant yeah. industry. They're all in cahoots together. So you know? the thing about the, the, you know, I like to call things big pharma because I was in this place one time and I was, I, and, and I was getting pain management done and I'm listening, you know, in the next room and the walls are pretty thin. 
And I was sitting in this exam room for like 30 minutes waiting on my uh, doctor or physician or whatever I want to call them at the time to come in and see me. And I'm listening to their conversation and I'm like, okay, well, who's this guy that comes in in a suit with a briefcase and takes priority over a patient? And I literally heard them say, hey, if you recommend this product, I'm not going to say the product, um, we're, we're going to give you this percent or whatever percent, you know, and I'm going to tell you yeah. what, not 15 minutes freaking later, you know what they came in and offered me? Yeah. Yeah. That same medication. And I told them, you know what? I'm done here. You guys can go push that shit off on somebody else. And, oh, yeah, but, yeah, I'll name what it is. And it's, it's a restricted drug now, but it wasn't before. And it's, it's not healthy for people to take it. And they give it to people with diabetes for nerve pain and all that stuff. But what they don't tell you is, is the side effects take away your, um, your judgment and your ability to control your, um, um, what is what I call your, um, your mouth. You become a different person. It changes your personality. It does everything. And it's called gabapentin. I knew that stuff. Uh huh. Gabapentin is no joke. I was on it for a while, and I my wife even told me I got mean. I started saying things like I didn't give a shit, and like I, I didn't start. I I didn't care anymore. I didn't care how I felt or what I said and made you hurt your feelings or nothing. And I found that out, and I stopped taking. It. And I'm going to tell you what: when I stopped taking that stuff, my whole life changed again. You know, my friends started wanting to come back around me again. People I worked with wanted to come back around and talk to me again. My wife was nice to me again. My son was nice to me again. You know, they wanted to be around me. The, everybody else was trying to avoid me because I was just being an asshole. That's, uh, oh, no, that's, that's been like a, a known thing for a long time. Not with, uh, not with that particular medication, but pharmaceutical oh, yeah. reps will face. Well, there's a movie thousands. about, um, what is that? The uh, Oxycontin now. Oh, uh, is it the uh, Prescription Thugs? That one? Uh, there's a movie about it. There's a new movie coming oh. out about it. I've seen it. Movie or I've seen the preview. It was a movie. Yeah, well, I guess you could call it documentary, but it's... Prescription Thugs. That was a good one. Uh, Cocaine Cowboys. That, those oh. are good movies. That, that was a very oh, good documentary. Documentaries, but... but... It's, I mean... <laughs> that's completely off the topic of uh, pharmaceutical medication. <laughs> that was not uh, really. To, is it not? Oh, you know what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that uh, uh, the wild, wonderful whites of West Virginia. Well, oh. <laughs> uh, oh my god! I can't remember it. It was about the cops. Oh, that was the, yeah. That that's the, well, if cocaine cowboys. Yeah, that was. That or or you mean uh, seven five? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no. Uh, that that's been known for a long time. Pharmaceutical representatives will pay off doctors like nice dinners, cutbacks. Uh, you know, percentage of sales. Well, just uh, they work off commission as well. <laughs> I mean, oh, you think about their their um, prescription pads. I remember back in the day, I'm pretty sure it's probably gone up now, but they would get like five bucks per prescription they wrote. Like those prescription pads oh, were I money it. for them. So it's it's one of those things, it. 100%, is the doctors are in the pharmaceutical company's pockets 
And then you have the pharmaceutical industry and the food industry, whether it's restaurant or even just your everyday foods. Um, they're all in cahoots together. They're literally just trying to make Americans sick or experiment on them or whatever. And yeah, you get them sick, oh, you get them unhealthy, then they need medication. So ka-ching. Yeah, and, and if anyone thinks that Canada is free from scrutiny, man, think of a, a single-payer system. And this is one thing I think Americans don't understand when you have, like, I'm, I'm, I would support a two-tiered system, a basic public service. You know, if you go to the doctor, you're, you have, you're sick, you know, just your baseline care. I'm okay with that. I, in fact, I would like everyone has a baseline care and then you could get supplemental insurance or supplemental something in order for more stuff. But one thing that happens when, especially this is a big problem in Canada, our medical system is fucked. It is underfunded every single year. And this is why I brought this up with, uh, with talking about uh, when our premier cut back funding. Every single flu season, our, our medicals, our, our hospitals get overwhelmed. They cannot cope with just the regular flu. So when you have a single-payer system, look at, look at the, a good analogy would be look at universities. Guaranteed uh, loans. Well, anyone with half a fucking brain would say, well, I know that whatever I charge, I'm getting paid no matter what. So, well, tuition, $12,000, 20, now 40, $60,000 for tuition. And it's a guarantee. That's all you've seen is tuition prices rise. What happens when you have the government is now funding your medical system? Charge whatever the fuck you want coming from the government government has it has a whole population to uh, of pockets it's a very uh, like my my old doctor ended up leaving canada because she, i can she said I, I i make better money in the states sorry like, well you also have a socialist system up there you have a, yeah. you have a socialist medical system just like over in europe and, and yeah. people don't understand that, you know, and everyone in the States is always like, well, we need better medical too. But people don't realize that in, in a socialist medical system, you have, and, and people have told me too before, that when you go to see a doctor and you're under socialist medical, you're going to see a doctor and the doctor is going to charge you. Um, you you're going to get, you know, you're going to get seen by the doctor because it's free. And the doctor is going to tell you, well, guess what? I'll do this for you if it's going to be $2,000 for me to actually do it or $3,000 for me to actually do it, or $500 for me to actually prescribe you something because that's not covered under the actual, you know what I mean, medical stuff. Now, if you have to have surgery yeah. or something, that's a little different, but to actually be seen and, and they can charge you anything they want, like a, like a copay, so to speak. Yeah. Well, and well, with us, like a lot of that stuff is covered. Like if you want to go see a specialist, you can, but it's whenever you, you sit in a queue. Right. Oh, yeah, you're waiting a long time. I'm talking months and months, sometimes even years, depending on, yeah. well, maybe not to see a specialist, but to get a certain surgery. You'd say a knee replacement. You 
waiting years. Need a transplant. Yeah, that's years. that's ridiculous. Yeah. 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 And so the, the, like I I think I think everyone knows that the like the the medical industry like in terms of like hospitals, physicians, that type of stuff is all controlled by the medical or the insurance industry. Uh, a hospital can charge $20 for a Tylenol, 20 fucking dollars or more for a Tylenol. And then all these other fees. A, a bottle of Tylenol is what, 10 bucks? I don't know. I don't, I don't buy Tylenol, but surely not one pill costs 20 fucking dollars. But it's supplemented. Because the, a hospital can charge whatever they want. Insurance is going to pay for it. So, I don't know. People, people that, are, that think that, you know, Canada's system, as a baseline, okay, I would say that that's bare bones minimum. But I would actually be very in support of a two-tier system, private and public. I think Alberta and British Columbia have that. Have a, I've started doing like a two-tier kind of system. Right. So, like you said, it, when when the government, when you have one healthcare system, the prices can do. The government can charge whatever they want to uh-huh. to charge or tax-wise to keep getting taxes more and more and more, whatever based on your one healthcare system. When you have a privatized healthcare system, there's competition. And when there's yeah. competition, it drives prices lower. Now, the care doesn't change. It just changes the prices of your care because people want you to come see them. So they're going to lower their price, even though you're going to get the same care. Yeah. So, And that's the bonus of you know the way the states does it. Now, I'm not saying that the states is perfect because it's not because there are people that don't have health care because they don't have money or yeah. they don't have an insurance. You know what I mean? But again... Yeah. That's a choice because you either buy insurance or you don't. I mean, that's, you know, either you work, you have a job that provides those benefits or you find you a PPO or whatever that you can afford and you pay into it every month instead of buying your brand new rims or your brand new stereo or your 10 cups of coffee, you know, in the morning at Starbucks for the month. You know what I mean? So you have a choice Um, and, and, and that's an individual choice. You know, and yeah, those and I, people need to make those choices to make it happen. So I can't change that. Yeah, and and I think it ends up dividing. Like, you know, yeah, pe- things get more and more and more expensive. So they say, well, the government should pay for this. Whenever I hear that, I think it was was it Ronald Reagan said the scariest words you could ever hear from the government or from someone is, "I'm from the government. I'm here to help." Yep. Like, <laughs> like that that's and you know and so so and yeah and i remember the thing from amy schumer and you know say what you will about her but she had a ended up doing a skit uh she was in a hospital and you know her legs were up in stirrups and and there were all these like bureaucrats in the room and they were all holding like clipboards and and folders and stuff she's like who are these guys it was a ripoff of another skit because you know she the point is, she kept saying, well, who are these guys? Why, why are they doing? I don't, I don't want the government in my, in, my, uh, in, my, in my doctor's office. Well, when you tell the government 
I want you to do this for me. You know, they're the one foot in the bill. They're going to do what they want. That's yeah. And so they're going to say, well, we approve this medication, not this medication. We approve this procedure, not that procedure. That's what happens when you allow a government to dictate a something that they have no business in dictating. You know, oh, I want the government to pay for my birth control. They should pay for my, you know, feminine products. They should pay for condoms. They should pay for all this type of stuff. Well, now, like, when, when anyone goes to a, a grocery store and you see a jar of peanut butter is $12 for this very nice artisan handcrafted, you know, small batch, I don't know, fucking the best peanut butter in the world. And then you see the, the $2 fucking shitty one. Well, when, when government gets involved, they say you can only have this one. You can only have the shitty peanut butter. Is that like, that's like having wick. Yeah. Like the government now decides instead of you saying, well, I really like this one. Well, no, 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 that's not approved. You can't have that nice peanut butter. You have to go with this other stuff. But I don't like that stuff. Tough shit. You're not paying the fucking bill. I am. It's, uh, man, we've gone all over the fucking place. But <laughs> okay, so since we're, we're kind of jumping all over the place, you have content um, for days. I do. Cut but. and edit everything. <laughs> yeah, there you go, Kim. You got a you got a job to do. What's my job? Uh, you have to <laughs> kind of cut this up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, it was. Uh, God, how long have we been going for? <laughs> you want to know? Two hours and fifty-five yeah. minutes. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Just under three hours. So, um, Kim, I, uh, I'll, I'm going to post this in, uh, uh, you know, let, let's say maybe we'll save this for Friday. We'll save this one for Friday. But if anyone's actually made it this fucking far, <laughs> I, uh, I wanted to leave with, with one quote. And again, sorry, it's from Mark Twain. Guy knew a thing or two. He's kind of a, a smart guy. I do. He is very intelligent. He is very philosophical. And it says, and he's quoted as saying, keep away from people who will try to belittle your ambitions. Small people always do that. But the real great ones make you feel that you too can become great. You know, I have a saying that says too, I always, I always try to associate my with people that are better than me. Yep. Like they, 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 they might not be more educated, but I'm saying they're, they're just people that I could, if I, if I call you a friend, that means, or if you're over my house or if I associate with you, then you're, you're more likely a person that, you know, because they, they always say that, what's the old saying? You are who you hang out with? Yeah. You're the median of your friends. Right. So 
And, and so I try to make my friends better than me so I can end up good. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, like, uh, and I, I surround myself with, with people that, you know, like they do their, their own businesses. They're, you know, very intellectual. They're, they're not, they're not bad people. I, I don't like negativity. Right. And I see there's, and there's a lot of negativity in the world. Like yeah, if, I so, be, yeah. if I want to be in water, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to put myself uh, with some high quality H2O. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying? Do you like yeah. water? I don't want cheap shit. <laughs> yeah. Quality. Yeah. It's always quality yeah. over quantity. 100%. Yeah. You know, and, and that's the thing. Like I, I have like, uh, like actual friends, like from high school. I maybe have three, three friends from high school that I still talk. To. I would say on a regular basis or people that I stay in close contact. Outside of that, not really. I don't have a lot, but the, the people that I do surround myself with, like I said, are they're intellectual. They're, they're, they're kind people and they're, they're business people. And those are all things that I strive to improve upon. Because it, you know, at the end of the day, it is so easy just to tear down to complain. And, and you know what? This was, this was a fun conversation. It's fun to, to, to get into different ideas and stuff. But ultimately, I, I like. I like to hope that the world is moving into positivity is being a better place. And as cynical as I can be at times, I hope that the, the movements that are going on, people would recognize that segregating people and Treating people as the other or the outsider is not a way to unify people. We're, we're all humans. It's regardless the, it's, it of does just color. the opposite, actually. It does, yeah. When you stop communicating with someone else, I, I, this is a, a great example. Think of someone that you had an argument with or someone that you're going to have an argument with. Before you're even there, you already had that discussion in your mind of, well, if they say this, I'm going to say this. Oh, why would they even think of saying that? Oh, I'm going to get them back. You've already started a war in your own head. Instead of, I try to come from the side of, I assume people's intentions are good. Even if someone says something rude, I laugh it off. Most of the time, I'll laugh it off. Because I assume that they're, you know, they're trying to be funny or they're trying to make, make a joke. They're trying to be kind. And that's mostly how I, I choose to look at the world. I assume that most people are good and are trying to do good. But I, I would hope that, I guess to get back to this quote, that people surround themselves with people that seek positive change that brings everyone together not the ones that 
separate and segregate and isolate all of us. Right. You know? Great. Uh, but um, that was my shitty little uh, intellectual part. <laughs> so I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I think with that, fucking three hours. Holy shit. Yeah. You did Let's, a good job. Uh, yeah. Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing Mickway right now, so I don't know about that. <laughs> well, I was gonna log into. I've been, play, I've been playing the whole time we've been talking. So. <laughs> well, Jimmy, I'm gonna come uh, join. I can't you. sit here and lie to you. So. <laughs> you know, okay. I work nights until three in the morning, so I'm like, I'm up. I got to keep my schedule. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna come join you right away. Uh, thank right, you so I'm much for coming account. in. Okay. Thank you so much for coming in and talking with You're us. You're welcome. And- talking about conspiracies and you blew my mind a few times (laughs) i like it i like it anytime guys anytime yeah awesome uh thank you everyone for listening uh like subscribe share away we'll be back in a few days yeah um (laughs) patreon spotify uh rumble youtube um oh yeah retard book uh i'm not on i'm not on twitter i don't know i haven't thought of a, a name for twitter yet i just it's not even i thought but anyways yeah all right cut the feed good night everyone <laughs>